0: KBLA Talk 1580. Good morning. God bless. Happy Friday. Woo. I'm Dominique DePrima. The show is called First Things First. And my first thing today and every day, giving thanks, giving praises and asking for blessings from God, asking for the blessings of the ancestors, the elders, the community. And let's go. We got a lot to talk about. It's a, It's a happy Friday around here, I believe. Okay, so if you're new or if you forgot, this is what we do usually. The first hour, we focus on the left coast. Hour two, we go national, international, and beyond. Third hour, we do a deep dive. It's Friday, so we flip the script. Friday is Friedman Fridays. We talk reparations. It's meant to be a comprehensive conversation. All comers, all factions, many different organizations invited into the convo. Today, uh, we will be talking with um, Tanda Way Chimoringa. She wrote a book about reparations back in 2015, saying the time was not right yet. Not an anti-reparations book, but just uh, about strategy. So we'll see if what she thinks in 2024, I almost said 2025, but we're not there yet. And we will be hearing from uh, Congressman Adam Schiff, who is seeking your vote for U.S. Senator. He'll be joining us uh, for uh, a, a time in the final hour of the show. And you're welcome to call in, especially right now, but anytime, 800 920 It's a great Friday because my girl, uh, yes, she's an activist. She's done a lot of work in the labor space. And she is an official KBLA correspondent. Sherry Bell, hi. What's up, Dominique, and hello KBLA listeners. Happy Friday. Happy Friday indeed. It's it you know, because everything's kind of flipped around from the election and everything the national, local, all those categories—they—they they don't always. They might not be applying today. I think mm-hmm. what I'm saying, mm-hmm. Sherry, is that we should talk about whatever the heck we want.
1: Right. Everything's a blur. Uh, <laughs> you know, local is talking about national. National is talking about local. If you look at their news, so it's all crossing over today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Did you see any of Funny Willis's? Oh man, it's so <laughs>
1: hard to watch. Yeah. It is yeah. so hard. I mean, she's trying to hold her own. Uh the gentleman Nathan, he's trying to hold his own, but they are just really delving into all of their personal business, yeah, and it's just like the question is there's a lot of questions, isn't like you know uh why hasn't she recused herself from the case? Uh, you know, some people look at her fo- um, remaining on the case to be uh, selfish, you know, so making it about her. And like if, if she believes that if the case uh, should, you know, move forward in the best light, she should remove herself. And, and you know, and then some people and some might think, well, she worked hard to put the case together, has been doing a good job. Uh, but it's it's just very difficult to watch.
0: Yeah. No, I think it. I I think it was really tough to watch. Are you mad at her? I mean, I kind of feel like <laughs> I have mixed feelings because Boy. I feel like you're right. She has become a distraction, which gives um, Donald Trump a bit of a pass, right? This yesterday was a great day for him, mm, mm-hmm. um, but on the other hand. I do feel like, you know, there's this always this targeting of black oh. women in power and and, and 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 friends have said to me, well that means she should know that she has to be perfect because you know they're going to look, you know, into every single thing you do. Mm-hmm. It does feel like they're taking down black women leaders in this mm-hmm. country right now. But mm-hmm. she obviously opened herself up. Uh one of my friends said, "You know, when you're working on a sensitive case like that, mm-hmm. I mean, the you're prosecuting probably the most Famous person in the world. No new D. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's true, too. No new D. Because wow. you don't know, you know, yeah, go, go have sex with your ex or something. <laughs> right.
1: But not only that, I think it's the trips. <laughs> You know, it's like she paid, he, she was responsible for him earning like 600 K and then they went on trips together. So it looked like she's benefiting from, I mean, if you really want to get in the weeds, you know, but But to me,
0: that's dumb. I mean, and I'm not an an attorney, so I, you know, I don't know all the little intricacies of conflict of interest, but how does that impact Donald Trump? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you were over here, you know, having your little fun. Right. I mean, it's a stretch to say that to me. You Know he had a job before, it's not like he, you know, he's a top prosecutor, it's not like I mean, a top attorney, it's not like he's some broke dude. So, he right. could have taken her on those trips anyway, but yeah, she says she paid for it. She said nobody ain't done covered her expenses fully since her daddy, right? I love that. Line. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's true. And
1: you know, the thing is, I'm not a hundred percent sure how what she did is illegal in Georgia. Or federally. I know that there's ethnic
0: guidelines that... Well, they you know- say conflict of interest. I don't think anyone said it's a crime. Uh. They're saying it's a conflict of interest which undermines a confidence In a fair trial. But how does who I'm sleeping with affect Donald Trump trying to steal an election? Apples, oranges. Time out.
1: Okay, first of all, yes, I do believe the way she because she's a black woman, the way they're approaching her. It is reflective of her being a black woman. But hold the phone. This is the hypocrisy. And, and And I appreciate platforms like this calling out hypocrisy. What about Clarence Thomas's wife? Clarence Thomas has not recused himself or or this situation with his wife being involved that he's have huge conflicts of interest uh, ever since that
0: actually bear have bearing on the case. Right. Yes. Because she was over there. She was participating in that attempted coup, and now he gets to rule on, you know, Trump's immunity for his actions in in that case, for example. It's a great point. That is like
1: major conflict. Nobody's questioning (laughs) him. Nobody's grilling him on the hot seat.
0: You know, it just made me laugh. I'm thinking, what if Clarence Thomas had a black wife? Would it go down differently? I don't know. Oh,
1: heck yeah. She probably would have been in jail with the rest of them
0: (laughs) (laughs) in jail with the rest of the january 6 folks Mm, yeah well food for thought we got Quamel on the phone calling us from gardena i love it you got in early today Quamel. welcome
2: i'm saying i was trying to find like just the right hour because i got got (laughs) lots of smoke
0: okay bring it we we want that smoke today bring the smoke
2: I'm saying it, it's, like, it's like I'm one of them shops on Sloths and just, just I've got everything you need. <laughs>
0: so
2: uh, first off, first off, uh, Mr. Prima and Sherry. Oh, this is the perfect hour, because girl, I just love, I love that voice of yours. I'm like, oh yeah. He's talking. To me, you.
3: Oh,
2: me, baby me. <laughs> yeah, mind me, remember me, remember me, on ninety two point three to B, played by the late Yvette Wilson. It's okay to be nosy, but you know we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk trash right now. So first off, first off, Mr. Prima, I'm very mad. I'm very mad. No, Sherry is lovely. And Lady Beth Wilson was lovely, too. But still, why is it at Pan-African Film Festival that that, that that fabulous Mary Baraka movie that I was hungry to see, first off, is sold out today. But tomorrow, it's right. Yes. And tomorrow, it's it's playing at the exact same time that the Pan-African Film Festival Spoken Word Showcase is happening. Oh, I don't have a no. movie about a poet.
0: That doesn't even yes, make sense, does A movie about a poet.
2: It's the dumbest thing. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Okay, that's an exaggeration, but still, <laughs> I, I have a movie about a, about, about a poet. All the spoken word people love right against the spoken word show.
0: Yeah, well, at mm, I'm
2: You like, know what? I,
0: I will talk to Babu. Maybe there's a way we can do a special encore screening. Maybe, maybe. I didn't know tonight was sold out. That's great though, because it's a it's a benefit for Black Lives Matter grassroots. Um, And then tomorrow is a special presentation by Cal State L.A. So that should be packed with young people, which should be glorious. It's, Quamel's talking about this film about my father, which the festival was kind enough to let me see in advance. Mm. And it's definitely worth seeing, although it's, you know, limited in its perspective. Let Uh, me put it that mm -hmm, way. But I'll be there tonight. talk about it with the director after the show that's
1: so good who knew all this awesome stuff was going on right down the street i mean i know they have the film festival every year but that's so like amazing like for you who's like you know so closely related to like the who the film is about like you know and and to be there to offer and be there live to talk to people that is such a like a treat for people
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Well that's a nice uh nice thing to say. And I'm sorry, Quamel, and you're right, it doesn't make sense. Maybe we can do something special. I don't know. It'd be fun to do something special, but you know, maybe uh, I don't know. I would need to have all the movies about my having a Mary Baraka film festival <laughs> and get all the kids to weigh in 'cause we got we got thoughts, Quamel. But go ahead, I know you got a list.
2: I'm saying that. I'm saying no. Uh, now 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 Sherry, I, I especially want what your what's your fabulous fabulous opinion on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, things been getting on uh, things been getting on my nerves, especially online lately. I I, I asked I asked a question on Facebook and it went and it, and nowhere. I guess uh, they, they <laughs> the algorithm decided they rather have people talk about ushering the Super Bowl, but it just seems to me that a lot of folks, uh, a lot of our people, are just kind of prone to want Trump back. Um, you know, they they kind of promote a lot of Trump inevitability in the news and a lot of our folks seem to just like that. You know, it's like this kind of lazy, knee-jerk take that a lot of folks have. Um, so I want to see if you two have been observing the same thing. I'm asking like this, and, uh, and now, I, now I take the comments up there because it is like getting ready for work time. So is it that our people are actively pursuing right-wing worldviews mm. as they, you know, talk about everything being satanic and demonic and gay and all this other stuff. They just kind of like call everything these things out of nowhere or is it that they just I that, that they just really have a penchant for punching down uh like for, like for, for conspiracies and for punching down on groups they don't like
4: mm, right
2: and uh go, I, I got a whole hour so I'm glad I take the comments off the air I thank you for your time and Sherry I love you regardless I Th- love you regardless. Thank
1: thank you God. so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know, I think it's like a small percentage of people. You know, I think like the small group of black folk that like I want Trump back, even in like, you know, regular everyday folk and like entertainment folks that have that kind of like desire to have Trump back. It's a very small few percent of us. And a lot of it is done in a joking way. Not people, people, most people are not serious about having Trump back, about telling black people what do you got to lose. You know, like, you know, like all the like the condescending things and the way he feels about us. You know, people, some people are just like, you know, in their feelings about inflation right now. You know, and and figured like during the pandemic there were a lot of economic opportunities available. Available to them, not really taking into account Trump himself and how he tried to prosecute the Central Park Five and all the other uh, racist um, rhetoric and actions that he's taken towards Black people over the years. So, I do feel that it's a small group of, uh, of folks who feel that way, but I think the majority of people know that Trump is not the best uh, uh, politician that will act in their best interest. But it is kind of silly. And, and, you know, and it's our job as people who hear stuff like that, if we know people that feel that way, we just got to uh, counteract those stupid narratives that is being like proliferating online.
0: Yeah, I think we I, I think that what you just said right there is key online. I think mm-hmm. it's very online, that conversation, although I have had it with some people in real life <clears throat> that, um, you know, are getting caught up. Uh, In that. And I I wonder, I think you're right. I think it's a small but loud group. Uh, And mm -hmm. I wonder what they're going, if they're one, if they're even going to vote. Right. (laughs) Because a lot of them people don't even vote. And two, if if they're, if they do vote, what are they going to really do when they get inside the booth? You know, like a lot of people like to talk smack, but we'll see. Um, 809 1580 that's the number, Quamel, called. You can do the same. Love, love, love to hear from you. Or you can jump on uh, YouTube, go to KBLA 1580, get in that chat. I like to get, uh, conversations, comments from there. You know, y'all you know I'd be in there. Um, checking in with you for those who are too shy or at work and can't call. 809 920 1580 though, if you want to get on the phone we are Unapologetically Progressive. KBLA Talk 1580.
2: She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More First Things First with Dominique De Prima when we come forward. Your ancestor's favorite radio station. Radio station. And your favorite morning show host. Let's get back to Dominique De Prima right now.
0: Right now, right now Dominique De Prima and Sherry Bell. And you're getting love in the chat, love on the air. I, I, I love that. Oh. Um, Sherry Bell... Uh, Jeff M says Sherry always shows up, stands on business and so pretty oh. and uh respect and all that. So yes, yes, yes. We love Sherry Bell. That's why she's here as a regular contributor. Thank y'all. Um, man. Not just because you're very pretty, which you are, <laughs> but because you got a great brain and oh. you a great analysis and you take no bull. Well, I appreciate it,
1: Dominique. I mean, you know, living in South Central all your life, you know, you you learn a couple things.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, well, people can live anywhere and not learn anything if they don't pay attention. (laughs) You engage, you show up, you go to the protests, you you know, you're not afraid to speak out. I love that. You know, Mm -hmm. I had uh, someone ask me one time online if, you know, there's all these. No, it was on the air. If there's all these women coming now uh, to KBLA, Uh do you feel threatened? And I'm like, Are y'all asking that to (laughs) Taviscus? I don't feel threatened. Right. I love it. I Mm -hmm. mean, I think the sisterhood is real. In fact, I have rolled out the red carpet. I've actually been um, given the task of recruiting some of these folks. Right, exactly. um, Which I happily did. Robin Ayers, you know, is Mm -hmm. someone I brought to the station. You and Ariva Martin and Dr. Sunshine. and I mean, I could go on. I can't remember all of, oh, Angela, um, (laughs) Reddick Wright Mm -hmm. these are all women that are my friends that I brought to this radio station and I'm happy that they're here I'm happy we have so many strong women voices you know um who are really doing the doggone thing
1: man thank you Dominique you know you're awesome and you just open so many doors on your platform for voices to be heard and you know and I you know they probably wouldn't ask a man that question
0: yeah, I don't think they would. <laughs> hey Miles, are you feeling threatened by all these dudes that work at KBLA now? Right. Oh, imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that cuz that's because that's the default. Right, right. But see, I I'm a person that believes my blessings have my name on them. Mm. If it's for me, you can't get it, wow. and if it's not for me, I can't get it. Uh. <clears throat> so why would I be worried about you? I'm 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 actually you know, if it was up to me, Sherry would be on every day. Man, <laughs> She would hey, have man. her own show. I
1: feel like I'm going to church this morning. <laughs> amen. Can I get an
0: amen? <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Guamel says he, he, um, he wishes that he could believe these Trump people, Trump people weren't serious, But he says, but it does seem like many of us are simply unserious about voting, mm-hmm. thinking it's just the presidency at stake. Great point. Oh,
1: yeah, you got all these judges that are vying for you know to be an elected and they affect so much of like you know day-to-day life you what else we got we got the the district attorney attorney you know they setting the bar for everything like let some let you get in trouble or somebody you love get in trouble who gets in these positions is like life changing you know so it's very important to pay attention and like i encourage everybody to go back to uh to listen to your interviews with all these people who are running because when you get in a booth like I used to do I'll just look at the names if it sound cool I look at the little title underneath but like okay they they're a public defender I'm a vote for them but it's not just that simple you actually had conversations with people so I guess it's like really getting educated about who's on the ballot and what they stand for too
0: yeah and that can seem boring or it can seem like a huge task yeah. it's one of the reasons why we put it you know it all together on the website in mm. one place where you can just go to the election information station uh you know uh tab it's right on the landing page and then they're all grouped up according to whatever office um they are running for so that way you can just go in and look um and we're there's still more on the way if if we haven't if they're not up there yet it's because um they haven't come on the air yet Mm. so but uh, we've had some great conversations with DA candidates. Yeah. Um, let's see, we got some folks on the phone. I want to go to Marcus calling us from LA. Good morning, Marcus.
3: Hi, Marcus. Good morning, Dominique. Good morning. Good morning, Dominique. Good morning, Sherry Bell. Good morning, Marcus. Hi, how, y- how you ladies doing? Good. Wonderful,
5: good. Wonderful. I
3: just want to uh, give a, sh- I want to give a shout out to both of you uh, ladies because Sherry Bell already knows she's uh, been helping us out. Um me personally and the brothers and the carpenters for years um when we first started our our task force meetings our African american task force meetings uh we held them right there at the black worker center so um man it, it is really wonderful to just see your growth you Dominique and you sherry bell um over the years and it's wonderful to be a part of it and I just want to say to all the brothers listening out there um if 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 it's, if you're not struggling you know, you're not growing, you know, it's it's growth is is not, is not easy, not easy. Sorry about that. Um, but you want to get that out the way, but, um, I also want to just pose a question. Um, you know, we know the political climate in this country is really volatile now. And, um, you know, us as African American men and women in Los Angeles, you know, I notice a lot of the younger generation, not necessarily concerned so much um, they do talk a lot of times about, you know, voting for Trump and we know it's just rhetoric, but I mean, it, it hurts me sometimes to hear that, but what do we do as African Americans just to try and, 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 quell that, suppress that, that type of topic, that type of talk, because, you know, when one person hears it, another person may hear it and, you know, it's just, I just don't want it to keep repeating itself. I want to kind of come up with a solution where we can just have a, uh, something general that we say that can just squash all that because we know the difference between what right and wrong and you know are mm-hmm. are we going to really get serious and, and stand up for ourselves and our generations to come you know it's not really just about us we got to think about our kids because a lot of the people you know that i know have kids and you know i want to leave a better political climate for my kids and my grandkids than You know what we got going on now. And I'm gonna leave it at that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, I think that's a really good question. I mean, really, what you're talking about, Marcus, is creating some talking points,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, anti-Trump, anti-MAGA talking points that resonate with real people, not Democratic Party ones, regular people ones. And I think it's important for some of that to come from black men. Right. Mm Because that is the group that seems to be most swayed. What are your thoughts, Sherry?
1: Yeah. And what's up, Marcus? Uh, Shout out to you and all the great work you've been doing. Uh, But yeah, I I think that if you want to know what Trump is really about, look at the people who support him. Look at those crazy people who stormed January 6th. All these racist people online who don't support critical race theory like they say birds of a feather flock together That's That's what Trump is about. Like uplifting those people and that those hateful narratives and a divisive, uh, nature of how they believe that, um, Black people don't deserve a seat at the table. Uh, People of color don't deserve a seat at the table. Upholding white supremacy. Those are the majority of people who want to vote for Trump. So don't get it twisted, uh, young black folks who online and see him cracking a joke, cricket Hillary, sleepy Joe, think it's all fun and games. No, this man incites riots and riles up the KKK. So that's one of the reasons why you shouldn't vote for him.
0: That's a strong talking point right there. Um, The other thing I think... I was talking to some guys, um, black men, who were telling me that it's because they believe Trump will let more folks out of prison because he did execute the First Step Act. And, you know, even though he didn't start it, that started under the Obama administration, he had to be talked into it because he wasn't for it at first. He did get it across the finish line. And that's probably the only thing I can think of that he has done that I actually give him credit for. And so the the narrative is, you know, that he'll do more of that. But I think that that's not the reality. Uh, I don't think that Trump has. So for me, the response to that is like, has he promised you more? First of all, he's a liar, so his promises aren't that good. But at least if he had promised you more, that would make more sense for you to follow him. And I think that's where you're getting some people, rappers and stuff, thinking, oh, Trump gonna let everybody out of jail. I don't think that's right. Um, Because even while he let a few people out, a significant number of people who deserve to be out, he did not release any political prisoners, black liberation fighters. And he executed, I can't remember, some huge numbers, somewhere between 5 and 12 people on the way out the door. Most of those black and Latino. Mm -hmm. He had a little um, killing by the state spree on the way out the door, which most people didn't even clock. That is... That was happening at the same time as the first step act he and he has said he likes duterte right from the Philippines, their um dictator over there, and he has said that he w- wants to shoot drug dealers on site see that's crazy, so how do you know what a drug dealer is? We know, ha, so no trial, you know no no representation, shoot on site. who do you think is oh golly, I'm not even watching the clock. News, traffic, and sports right now. KBLA Talk 1580.
2: More of First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. Thanks for waking up with Dominique DePrima on KBLA Talk 1580.
0: Uh, it's Dominique DePrima and Sherry Bell on this Friday. All right. Yo, yo. Um,
1: hello, everybody.
0: Now we're going to hear
1: from Angela from L.A. Hey, Angela. Hey, Sherry. How you doing, sweetie? Hi, Dominique. How you doing? Good, good. Welcome.
6: I haven't
1: heard from you in a while. I miss you over there at the other one, but we ain't going to go into that, Miss Dominique. But, uh, so you don't know am, Angela Johnson. Oh, yeah, Angela! Uh, um, uh, a strong union woman out there, you know, hammering away in the fields. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm still here at LAX. I'm uh, trying to get it done. Okay, good to hear from you.
0: Yeah, what's, what's on your mind this morning, Angela, other than the love which we appreciate?
6: Well, I'm just, I am just hear you guys talking back and forth about Mr. Uh, Donald Trump. I just pray that people don't be fooled by Please don't put this man back in office because we're going to be in trouble.
0: Yeah.
6: Or well, I, mean, I they just follow their right mind.
0: What are you most worried about happening if he is reelected, which it looks like there's a good chance he could be?
6: To be honest, I'm I'm worried that he might uh, get us into a lot of trouble. Where I try to make this make us be a uh, what is that? Get uh, trouble with Russia, China. He might, I'm oh scared yeah, he might get us into a war. Yeah, World War Three. That's what I'm scared yeah. of the most. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm scared of that for sure. Mm. Yeah, uh, you know the other thing. Um, I mean, I just remembered with Sherry and Angela, two union uh, folks here, is that you know when he said he was going uh, to. Detroit to uh, stand with the workers, he went to a non-union plant, and then he went back and he actually hired a plant and hired people to pretend that they were union workers and stand out there and rally with him. (laughs) That's how anti-union he is, even though his, uh, from what I understand, his support is growing within certain unions, Mm -hmm. uh, particularly among white men. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... Those are legit worries. Um I you know, this might sound extreme, but I worry that he's talked about it, rescinding birthright citizenship. What does that mean? If they if the Trump administration follows through on a threat he made years ago in which many conservatives in the party, especially the white uh, supremacists, you know, the blatant white supremacists, um it means that you would not get citizenship just by being born here. What? So who do you think this wow. who is going to be targeted first for that? <laughs> who do you think most white supremacists would like to not be citizens? It's not the folks at the border. <laughs> it's not those You're folks. Not that right. It's not the folks, it's the one it's those of us who are willing to, you know, show up to a protest yelling black lives matter or, you know, raise the wage or whatever it is we're protesting for. It's black people. Black people are be going to, would be the first ones. under. Think about how he came into office questioning Obama's mm-hmm. citizenship. Yep. Um, they could. I mean, it would, it would be a heavy lift because I think it requires a constitutional change. But they could rescind birthright citizenship, wow. which means you wouldn't automatically be a citizen just from being born here. So who would decide who's a citizen and who, who's not? Talk about a talking point.
1: <laughs> that is something right there big that's huge,
0: yeah, yeah, I think it is, and I you know it could happen. Oh, I mean, well, people thought abortion uh, rights would not go away, and they gone, so it could happen, Angela, sorry, go ahead. you had something to say, yeah,
6: I think it's sad, and people got to also worry about their pension, Medicare, and all that stuff when you retire, I got four more years before I retire if there' say the same. I want all my money I worked hard for.
0: Mhm. Yeah. That's a really good point too because many of those protections uh come through unions, right? Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. it's not yeah. a union job, it's because union workers got it that non-union workers end up getting it. Yeah. And so and we know which side he gonna I don't know why that's confusing. You know, Donald Trump consistently says he he won't cut Medicare because He knows it's not popular or Social Security, but all the people around him are saying that. Mm. So, I think, yeah, I think that's a really good point, Mm -hmm. Angela.
6: Yep. All right, ladies, I'm going to let y'all go. Y'all take it easy. Um, Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate both of you guys. Much love. God bless you. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Much love and God bless you back. Going to Sharonda, calling us from Los Angeles. Is this Dr. Sunshine or a different? No, that's Sharonda. I'm tripping. Hi, Sharonda. (laughs)
4: Good morning, Dominique. Um, hi, Shelly Dale. Shelly
0: Dale, right? Sherry. Sherry. I want Sherry. But I called you Shalonda. <laughs> Sherry, so I'm so sorry. She, she can be I okay. Shelly so and I- Shalonda. <laughs> uh. Sharonda and Sherry. Yes, I know. <laughs> all She's sh- sh- mess sh- sh- <laughs> Club Shay Shay up in here. <laughs> 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 sorry, Char- Sharonda. <laughs> go ahead.
4: That's okay. So first of all, um, I just want to say God bless um sahara ali because i know you said oh there's a great chance you know by you, whatever trump might win trump ain't winning and if he is winning it's just going to be blood in the streets like nobody mm-hmm. you know the democrats can be weak and you do the peaceful transfer of power to the same person who basically destroyed it they can do it if they want to but that's not going to stop people from from up from an, from an uprising trump is not getting back in but sahara ali gives me the peace in my soul when she said the enemy will be defeated. Don't y'all worry. That's why everything is coming out. Whatever she said, not those exact words. And she gave me so much peace in my soul because my grandmother says the same thing. So I don't mm. want our people... I mean, of course, we think about it, but I feel like, you know, um, we we should have that peace in our soul from mm. my grandmother who's Southern born. And when she watched that mess on TV, it breaks her soul. You know, mm. they threw rocks at her. She went to school with no shoes, so... God bless Sahara Ali, because sometimes the things she say just kind of warms my soul, and some things she say, my grandmother says in other words, and also... Um, the black man who called in who was like he needs to get a message to our black people our young people because they're so silly and unaware and unengaged and just listen to blogs so I feel like I'm, I'm on his page we need to get a message out there to them because mm-hmm. you know these blogs like the the shade room I say that's poison to the black community because they give half truth and like mm. you know they they like Sherry Bell was saying you know they post stuff where Trump is being funny and Joe Biden is looking stupid and slow and old and that's not okay they have the largest far for the black community on any social media site they should be given all the details I get the funny stuff nothing funny to me but I'm just saying they should be given all the information they need to be knowing you know um, the details of this standing, you know Sandy Willis situation it's its basically a, a bunch of lies you know and a lot of the feds and ex-prosecutors and people they said this is more like an ethics you know or some of the bar association should investigate for ethical um, stuff but this should never ever that judge should have never ever brought this you know to a hearing you know that he said they this has nothing that would do anything that would affect the case you know but yeah I just want to say to that black man who called in I forgot his Marcus. name is that you know Oh, Marcus, that I feel like these blogs, this shade room has the largest black following and they are poison in our community. And I feel like they have such, you know, a large, you know, a following that if they told the truth and Obama and Michelle and all these politicians want to get at the shade room when it's election season, you know, when it's popular to do so, they that, you know, Black Votes Matters with Tasha Brown, they should be harassing the shade room to get this information about these voter suppression bills you know about what the truth is on the ground you know that's just what I, I agree with that black man we need to get some type of large platform or harass the shade room or you know those other ones I don't follow any of that gossip or blogs but I know the shade room is very popular and I've you know looked into them and they have the largest black following on the I wonder who owns site. that and,
0: site Yeah, you know what? I mean, great points. (laughs) I also think we cannot, I mean, a a big platform is is great, but most of the big platforms are owned by billionaires, multimillionaires, many of whom have a conservative agenda. So the whole thing about, uh, you know, liberal media is based mostly a lie. Uh, So then we can't underestimate the importance of those barbershop, hair salon, Mm -hmm. family dinner, church conversations. Because we have to, we're going to have to use the hood grapevine. The hood grapevine, even with social media is still alive and well, and posting mm-hmm. on our own socials, and yeah. you know, being that little, uh, the small X. If you are the small, you know, if you're the big tree, we are the small X. Like Bob Marley said, "Chop in the cut you down." Mm.
1: <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, you make you make great points. And yeah, I I definitely agree with both of you. And like the online platforms can be very like, uh, how can I say influential? But yeah, but the people power—the power of the people—you know, when we fight, we win, and like you, we have to do our part to um to shut down those uh, have those counter narratives, you know, like you were saying, and and I do like how you, what you said about uh, the enemy shall be defeated. Just going in to every situation with a sense of confidence and calmness could help one from going crazy and feeling so grim about all the stuff we see, um, in the day to day. So thank you for that.
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh, Quishan Hunt says listen to me, Dominique, we have birthrights because we are the true Americans. I agree with you. We are the true Americans, and we currently do have birthright. But it is possible, and conservative Republicans, particularly the uh, Proud Boys wing of the Republican Party, which is most of it right now, they have talked about repealing birthright citizenship. That means they would create their own criteria about what makes you a citizen. Okay, and it you know, and trust and believe they'll t- find a way to skew it away mm-hmm. from black people. So, I don't, th- I'm not saying you're wrong, Quishon, but I do think you know, we have to imagine how far this evil, um, white supremacist uh, strain of the Republican Party would go.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I agree, like that's, um, it's like we're like how they will excuse themselves from this whole uh narrative about birthright because we came over here together at the same time both of us slaves and the white settlers so i wonder how they're going to try to like um make uh that new thing if you know that new how can i say a birthright yeah, re, right <laughs> apply to us and not to them but then again you got to remember these are the same people who move the goalposts back every time you get close so like they create things like you got to take a reading test if you want to vote or you got you know like creating all these weird right uh, exactly cheating poll rules. taxes yeah and all that like. stuff.
0: well Ben Frank says both both candidates are flawed and I think that's right mm-hmm. and I and he says I pick no poisons and I think that's right I don't pick no poisons lesser of two evils Blah 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 yeah. but there's some pragmatism right so if one one party is going to repeal the child tax credit and the other one is going to continue it, that's not poison. I'm picking feeding four million American children, many of those black, because we know who's below the poverty line. You know what I mean? And I think as Ralph Nader said on on, on Tavis's show yesterday. It's true that both of them are similar when it comes to foreign policy. You talk about Republicans and Democrats are both, you know. But when you talk about domestic policy, there is a clear difference in terms of uh, benefits in terms of, and I'm not talking about Joe Welfare, but that that too. I'm talking about things like funding for education. I'm talking about building green in- infrastructure, increasing union jobs. Um, you know, some some type of equity. I'm talking about forgiveness of student loans. Those are real, tangible differences. That's not poison. You live in America, so you're dealing with some poison. I mean, I love my country, but. You know, we we are in the era of hyper predatory capitalism. Mm.
1: Yeah. And it's like which candidate platform is going to have things that's going to impact your day to day life, you know, in the in the in the short term and the long term. I mean, yeah, both of them are flawed. And it's a shame that these are these are the only two people in the whole (laughs) United States that we have to vote for. But um, like you said, the practicality of what they're what they're likely to implement and how that's going to impact you and your family
0: right how how what's the net result for your community 809-20-1580 you're welcome to jump on agree disagree always love always respect it's kbla talk 1580
2: say the quiet part out loud kbla talk 1580 la this is kbla talk 1580 where hate meets a
3: scholarly match hey hey, hey.
0: KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Me and Sherry be getting all into it. We ha- we having a real conference in be, you know in between takes. We're over here solving the world's problems. Lucky for y'all. Eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty is the number.
1: Oh my God! I'm so happy to hear from you, Molly Bell. What's going on? Happy Friday to you. It's like an honor to hear from you today.
5: <laughs> Reparations in memory of our ancestors, and God bless morning to KBLA delegation family. You, Sherry Bell, people ask me all the time, are you any kin to her? And uh, I know uh, we kin folks. We got to be kin folks because both of us are black. So right there, there I go. know <laughs> we kin. <laughs> right off the top. And I just want to say quickly, uh, I was on my transportation on my way to the hospital yesterday, and I had you guys on, and uh, then I was turning to MSNBC and listen, bonnie willis is going to kick butt she's going to win this she has right and she has god and she have our ancestors i had a, a, a bank a safe in my house always never had a whole bunch of money but i had my little saving bonds from the post office and stuff in there people my friends who know i kept one now i Keep, you know, a little change under the mattress if you come over, you know, <laughs> you, you, you're not going to find that much like I did before. But that's the way I always had cash on me. I, I pay with cash. I pay with check. I'm not on none of those uh, bank things or, or anything because they're doing stuff, and we're going to have to make sure that we do it right. So Fannie Willis is going to do it. And I just want to remind everyone, this was Dr. Coringa had said one time. And I wrote it down. I write a lot. Only
0: it you down. can get away with v- quoting Karenga on my show, Molly Bell, But I, go I, for it.
5: I I I, I, mm-hmm. I know that, but, but I and then I want you to answer. But when I'm off the air, you got a press badge. So now you got to have everybody on your show uh, <laughs> as, as a press person. He said, and I'm just saying, we as a people must vote and vote for the best condition that we will be in after the election mm. that's what we have to vote for who will will we be better off if trump wins and dictatorship take over or if democracy wins and biden take over he didn't say that i'm mad and all that
0: uh, <laughs> you know and if
5: kamala harris cuz the real thing they're afraid of is kamala harris they're afraid that if biden wins and everybody says he's too old then he's going to resign and who will be become president the first black woman african-american president we have to look beyond this little bit of stuff that i say and sherry bell i just love you and and dominique tell people about your press badge i saw it on um on one of those facebook things because mm. you are real, you are a real press person. I mean, not to say that you weren't, but now <laughs> you, are for, you are for real. All you prayer warriors out there, you know what we've got to do. We've got to keep fasting and praying because the struggle continues, and always to God be the glory. Yo, Marcus!
0: <laughs> Thank you, Molly Bell. I agree. It's always an honor to hear from you. The birthday month girl, because, you know, her birthday is... <coughs> February and this is a and this is a Audrey Lord's birthday this weekend um who knew Audrey Lord and Dr. Dre had the same birthday (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot going on in February but yeah Molly Bell you know there's uh, there's different opinions on Fonnie Willis she's saying Molly Bell is saying Fonnie is kicking butt Mm. and taking no prisoners Mm -hmm. and I love that I love that I'm seeing on social media a lot of black men supporting her saying go Fonnie But I've talked to some attorneys that are not as impressed and like she shouldn't be giving so much information. She should she should be like more low key, you know, not falling into the stereotype of the angry black woman, et cetera, et cetera. You know, Mm, I love to see her clap back, but I hope that it doesn't come back to bite her. Oh, yeah,
1: they're going to be after her uh yeah she has to I mean she seemed like she got the chops but we know when the government wants to take somebody down and
0: destroy them right and and, in this in this case it's not just government I mean you're talking about these white supremacists conservative not just the MAGA folks the white supremacist folks you know whatever enemies she might have there Mm -hmm. and there is a part of me that wishes she would have just stepped down the second this would, would mm-hmm. have unfolded. Yeah. Not because I don't have love and respect for Fonnie Willis. And she is a California girl. But because it's giving Trump a pass. Mm-hmm. Some kind of way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at and then I was thinking too, man, like. Ever since he's been out of office, he got all these indictments, all these Senate hearings, all these court cases. And this man ain't got, he's not convicted of nothing. You know, so it's like, who's to say if Sonny Willis didn't get in this predicament that it actually would have resulted in Trump being convicted? I mean, you might say it was a strong case, but we don't know what would have happened. You know, I just feel like he just keeps getting away with all kind of stuff. So until I see a conviction you know yeah, the, then, that's I, true. then i'll i'll see if this would have really made a difference because i don't see how the case brought against him will be invalid um the evidence should not be how can i say uh, disrupted and even if she gets off the case somebody else could still But here's fight the thing it.
0: she's been working on it for 3 years uh-huh if and and a lot of legal experts are saying they won't pull her off but if they disqualify her and her boyfriend, her ex, or whatever, Um, that could, a judge could disqualify her whole team. Uh Now you've got three years of work. work, And whoever comes on is starting fresh. They don't have Mm -hmm. all the information. They don't know the strategy. It's a huge setback. Even if, you know, even if eventually he is convicted from that, it could take another three, four years. It could, you know, he's going to be, he could be president by then. So... Now, you know, can they even pursue it? I don't mm. know. Um, it's there's more to it than just, you know, her, even though right now it's all about her. All about her. <clears throat> well, Sherry, um, time flies when you're on the radio. What do you got for us? What do you want to leave us with? You got anything going on? Um hmm. maybe you can sneak in with me to the screening tonight. Oh, man, film about my my da- <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
1: my plus one. Man, seriously. Um yeah, I don't really got nothing but just to say that we got an extra day in Black History Month this year. So <laughs> that's true. So, you know, people should feel empowered and, and you know, optimistic. <laughs> that leave your love.
0: That's a great point. Right. 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 <laughs> and also um, tell folks how to follow you since since the Sherry Bell uh, fan club is wow, out this, today. I, I love know. that. I
1: appreciate y'all KBLA uh, listeners. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Sherry De La Ghetto. You know, um, I try to post uh Content that, you know, is funny and uh, makes you think about certain things. So appreciate Sherry
0: that. De La Ghetto. You can find me at De Prima Radio, D-I-P-R-I-M-A and then radio. And of course, KBLA 1580 is on all platforms, uh, including YouTube. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you for following us, liking us, subscribing to us and getting the on app on your phone, which helps make A stronger. Sherry Bell, thank you so much for coming in. Happy President's Day. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) yeah, see you. uh, See you soon. All right. And we have Friedman Fridays next. We're talking reparations, a comprehensive conversation on reparations next on KBLA Talk 1580.